0: <laughs> <laughs> how, have we, how have we been?
1: We, oh, yeah, let's restart it. Let's restart it. Do that again. No, do it again. All right, ready? Take two. <laughs> <laughs> Movies are dead. Don't just <laughs> you spill your beans. <laughs> We've given you ready? Angel Heart, Prince of Darkness, Three Extremes? Yeah. And today is the house that Jack
2: built. the farts built, yeah.
1: <laughs> or continuing our theme of farts in Halloween October, Angel Fart, Farts of Darkness, Three, three Extreme. Three Extreme. Three Farts. Three Extreme Farts. Yeah. Now, The House That Farts Built. <laughs> and then <laughs> <laughs> next week, we're going to have Fart, <laughs> rate, fart <laughs> Razor 1 and 2. So it just, the fart puns will never go away. We're pissing off so many people, but whoever's listening um yeah this is our what fourth movie for the uh halloween uh extravaganza movies are dead uh you know we were bound boris to end up coming across a couple topics today the first one is lars von trier trier and the serial killers are a fascination in american society or as a world society with serial killers particularly within the past five years it feels like serial killers have like received a new fascination due to true crime right wouldn't you say i don't know how many young women i have met who are obsessed with true crime they love true crime they love serial killers but yet in the same breath they'll complain about toxic masculinity go figure but it's just our fascination with serial killers has risen again It's always been there, I think. It has, right? It feels like it's kind of subsided, though. Remember Son of Sam? Spike Lee, the movie. No, the actual actual dude. Dude, you know what I was thinking about? Actually, that Seinfeld episode. (laughs) Sometimes Dexter talks (laughs) to me with the van. Do you remember that episode with the van? Seinfeld's van. Seinfeld's van. (laughs) Seinfeld's van. And then like Cassandra bursts out the van, and he goes, "I knew it wasn't Berkowitz." that one speaking of vans today's movie this movie oh definitely there's a red bus van driven by matt Dillon, in a Mm. movie called the house that jack built by lars van trier right yeah (laughs) check your notes yeah check my notes i want to get this thing right (laughs) lars Lars.
2: is that correct lars ulrich right
1: is this did he do this one after nymphomaniac yeah you guys know Okay.
2: <laughs> he did the most fun I. Had.
1: All right. Yeah, I mean, this guy's movies, I mean, I've started to stay away from him. Why? I enjoy his movies, don't get me wrong. But they just make me feel like uh I think you feel all types of types of emotions when you watch his movies. That's the weird thing. But I always come away feeling like a dark sadness. So But, like, the house that Jack built, like, for a serial killer movie, like, this movie is, like, probably one of his funniest movies. Like, it's, the comedic timing in this is amazing. You know, just Matt Dillon's performance is amazing. We were talking about how this might be his best movie since there's something about Mary. Yeah, And since what? Singles? Singles. Yeah, I mean, I love singles, right? Or, or Drudge Store Cowboy. Like oh, this yeah, is like sure. like throwback Matt Dillon. And I just think the the movie, like, I didn't expect it to be so funny. You know? Like, there's just a few scenes that jump out to me, especially like when he has to like go back to the ladies' apartment with the frozen body and retake the photos. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> the first photos just did not come out right, yeah. up to his liking.
2: When you striking that body down the street.
1: Yeah, that one too. That's probably like a, that's another one. by that's David
2: this. Bowie. Dude, <laughs> can't believe that David Bowie estate Dude. gave fame out. The, to, okay.
1: So that is that the second incident? Theme song. Is that the second incident, right?
2: Of what? Oh yeah. Right? Second yeah, yeah. incident in the uh-huh. movie?
1: Right. So the second incident, that's probably the funniest one, right? Um, in my opinion. And yeah, the use of fame by David Bowie is like it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like just like the brief the all of a sudden like the hard cut and all of a sudden you just hear fame and he's like driving down the street, dragging a body and it, oh my god, I swear. I, I don't know. This none of this world felt real. This isn't a real world. Like it, it this is almost like a cartoon it feels like, you know? Yeah. All these
2: movies sort of feel like that. They do. Of this, like, uh, they just feel sort of, you know, disconnected, out of touch from the from reality, I guess. It's Most the kind deaf of place you have to make up to have this movies work.
1: Yeah, that's
2: what more directors should do, honestly.
1: Okay, yeah. I mean, before we get started and we go deeper into this movie, hey, this, hey, um, hey, let's give out some cast hey, and crew credits here. Hey, uh, hey, this one's hey, directed by Lars Van Trier, writ- uh, written by him as well. Um, he, Matt Dillon comes out. Bruno Ganz, Uma Thurman, Ben Fallon Hogan, Sophie Grabal, Riley Coe Jeremy Davies. It's a really yeah. good, solid cast we got going on here. Yeah, yeah. And it is also based on a story idea by Jenny Holland. So, good for her. also co-written by Lars Venture. So, oh, okay. You know, that I would say, where do you want to get started on this one, Boris? So the first incident, should I should think we we're work good. around? We stop <laughs> you want to stop now? <laughs> should we just, all right, guys, this is. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've said enough. I think <laughs> we've said enough within those three minutes. What's the deal with this piano? What is that? It's there's a piano Gould's. intercut. That's Glenn Gould?
2: Yeah, it's Glenn Gould, everyone's what? favorite Canadian pianist.
1: For sure, for sure, that's Glenn Gould? Yeah,
2: that's his hair, that's his uh, body, that's his face.
1: That's actual footage. Yeah, that's how he played. That is so cool. Vers- I was trying to figure out. I, I I had an idea. Huh?
2: No, that's Jerry Lee Lewis. No, it's Jerry
1: Lee Lewis. He <laughs> married his cousin. He married his second cousin, I think. You know who? Right, got, Ray, Ray Charles Lee Lewis? got Ray Charles in there too. Jerry Lee Lewis married his second cousin or first cousin or something. I'm not sure. One He'd of his cousins. Married. So they inter they intercut this Glenn Gould. Yeah. I thought they were actually, I thought, I knew that was Glenn Gold, but I, I was like trying to figure out if they actually like use an actor, but I just, they actually used footage. There's a lot of footage of them playing the piano. Yeah. This movie is so deep. Okay. And so like, ah. Ah. like, I don't know how to describe it. There's like moments in this movie where it feels like I'm watching like a, like a philosopher debate another philosopher. You think so? Yeah. At times I was too dumb to follow it. At times, things were lost on me, and there were references to things where I was like, "This is some deep art here." Think so? Yeah, mm. I couldn't even. It was like watching a Lex Friedman podcast, and he has like a—I don't know what that like means—like a, le- a like a some sort of lecture philosopher. On. All right, so this movie is like really messed up. If anybody hasn't seen this movie, watch a couple may watch a couple of his movies first, because this movie will have you questioning the humanity. Within all of us. Um, with that being said, I told a friend I was watching this movie, and she's like, oh, I want, I've been wanting to see it because of the serial killer theme. Yeah. And it got me to thinking about, you know, like, serial killers, you know? We don't really have that many anymore, like, from the 70s. Remember in the 70s? and We don't remember, but, you know, TV <laughs> tells us media. Uh-huh. was like, in the 70s and 80s, there were more serial killers, right?
2: Right. It's easier to get away with it.
1: Right? Nowadays, you don't Maybe. really have that. Now know. we have, like, now we're afraid of, like,
2: People prefer mass killings instead of yeah. We
1: have situations like that. So, the si- the serial killer phenomenon is just like I can see why people are sort of obsessed with it. Yeah. So like the Biden era, right? You have, you have like characters like just like disturbing people like Richard Ramirez and Ted Bundy, right? Night soccer, yeah. Right, right, and Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh,
2: right? uh, Latinx pride, if I may say.
1: Anyway, so okay. with, well- with that being said. <laughs> Matt Dillon. when does this one start? <laughs> Did you say latinx Yeah,
2: Richard Ramirez.
1: Go on for that. I thought us. he was like is he Latino fully yeah, he's, or he's Mexican? I thought he may have been mixed or something. Maybe, I'm not sure. Pretty sure he might be I He's got, some, he he's got nice. some Latino in there. Yeah. Um when does this movie start? Like what's late seventies. F- okay. Yeah, because yeah. he ages. Like I love the aging process mm. that he uses right matt dillon's character jack jack is pretty much an engineer who has his goal to build a,
2: a house yeah he's like a fail he's like a failed architect he's jealous, yeah just a little jealous a little yeah. jealous you know inept he's kind of like jealous insecure of artisanship too
1: like he has this like burning desire to be an artist
2: yeah he's a hack He's a right. hack, so he so can't really build a cathedral. He has to like kill people. He has
1: to kill people. So he's building this house on a lakefront or a pond. Yeah. And he first starts off like with stone, right? Like there's like cinder blocks, cinder blocks and it's wood, wood and, and you know he's stone. gathering materials yeah, yeah. He tries and he's different moving stuff.
2: through it. It's the main thing. The thing he always talks about is the materials help build. Yeah. The piece.
1: Exactly. And
2: so he can't find the right material until. Oh Virgil, Virgil, back from you know Divine Comedy.
1: Yes, and then we have the, the character of Virgil,
2: yeah, played by Bruno Ganz, mm-hmm. little tiny old man, Bruno yep. Gans And uh, at first we think he's like some sort of therapist.
1: I thought he was like a priest or something. Yeah, or something. Last Someone wishes, last words, to. confession.
2: But slowly we we get the gist that he's actually the actual poet. Yeah, leading him toward, through
1: hell, leading him through hell. And, much. um, which we learn at the end, yeah,
2: <laughs> like this uh it becomes very uh metatextual when that Virgil is sort of leading him like he led Dante through hell.
1: Have you read that book?
2: Yeah, a long time ago,
1: I've never read that book. It's great. You should try. It. it's like old timey, isn't it?
2: It's poetry, not a fan of poetry, Rupikor or only, okay.
1: <laughs> Words, what are you gonna do? I'm just joking. I love the poetry, I just haven't read that one. Um, okay,
2: well, yeah, try it.
1: Yeah, I might, you know, because people always recommend that one, but I'm like, have you read the Metamorphosis Kafka?
2: <laughs> you say that to them?
1: No, I didn't say that. Either. Oh, they I'm say like, that to you, yeah, but I love Kafka too. Kafka's great,
2: yeah, he's my one of my favorites, yeah, anyway, yeah, let's get back to Matt Dillon. He like, wants to have, find the pop materials, he's always talking about the artistry in, in his uh murdering. Yeah. But really we just see that I don't, I don't know if we see it, but we sort of get the idea that he's just yeah. an insecure, sociopathic. And
1: you get this like killer. I had this idea like he's almost like an he wants to be a musician but he's tone deaf. Yeah, it's sort of like that. Or sort of like a he wants to be a painter but he can't he can't seem to get the right colours together. Exactly or, or he draw or he, he can draw. To, uh,
2: he wants to be an artist and he's incapable of being he has that sort of he's missing that sort of natural talent. Yeah. for that so he has to kill people to sort of fill that void to sort of like sort of take his revenge upon life itself
1: yeah it's just disturbing to me how this like movie rolls with the incidents that's how the director describes them first incident second incident and the second incident here as we watch it play out it's probably the funniest one as we said earlier, this one is probably like comedic wise. Yeah,
2: he's like waiting like outside the the when the cop comes by. And he's like, "Oh, she promised to give me some tracks magazines her husband left." All the cops in this in this movie just seem to be very uh slow. Sort of
1: like Fargo-esque almost.
2: Sure. Sort of, like very slow-witted. Oh, sort of Andy Griffith. Yeah dukes of hazard it is kind of like that cops. yeah
1: <laughs> Yeah,
2: and uh yeah there's not some sort of you know clary starling type who's just
1: like hunting him down no find him there's nobody hunting him down it no. feels like it it just feels like with this movie there's no protagonist or maybe he's the protagonist it seems
2: like him he's the protagonist
1: yeah you want to hold off cut right here That in okay, so
2: <laughs> anyway, yeah, you also uh... first incident, second incident,
1: third, third incident.
2: We should also think that all the stories he tells, little Bruno Gans, is that they're very subjective.
1: They are subjective. So Bruno Dans at one point is like, did you just murder women only? And he's like, no, they were men. He's like, why don't you tell me about it?
2: (laughs) I forgot what I was saying. There was a a UFO over the city we live in. (laughs) On October 16th, 2021. We should never mention the city we live in. Should we or no? No.
1: You've already blown that. Due to
2: fear of reprisals.
1: Yeah. No, we haven't yeah uh, you have you've given away so many landmarks like it's just and I'm like what are you doing <laughs> you know like you're like yeah so what I, I actually looked over and you were like <laughs> you're like miming masturbation again. one of your techniques <laughs> I don't do that
2: <laughs> um anyway um
1: landmarks
2: they're obviously all very um subjective
1: yeah, it's his retellings
2: yeah. of, uh, of his of the stories yeah Cause they're always, uh, he's always some sort of, uh, he's not like pinning some self as cool, but just always very uh, collected and you know, he always gets away with it. All yeah. the people he meets are always very stupid. He's always getting one over on them.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking about the Riley Co character. Yeah, and how he's like, this is a real dumb broad. He he said something like that, like a real dumb. I don't know if he said that. Like you're <laughs> dumb as a doorknob. There yeah, you go.
2: Yeah, he just. Um, you're disrespectful.
1: I know he was very it's mean very to him. Very
2: rude, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, then, like the cop. He like confesses to the cop, and the cops like, you know, you guys should stop drinking." It. Yeah, and then he just leaves, and all the cops are also, you know, very, you know, dumb. I say, I would say,
1: yeah, it's like a cartoon or something. I don't know how to describe it, like a video well,
2: game. Well, the thing, I mean, I think like, that's one of the bigger, you know, ideas in the movie is that no one really cares that all these people are dying.
1: Yeah, I and that, see he, that.
2: He makes her scream out the window, Jacqueline, and no one cares. No one comes to help her.
1: Yeah. It's really pains. like, up. no one's going to show up.
2: Right. No one cares. No and one he cares. He just paints this portrait of this world, the world we currently live in. This movie came out in 2018. Yeah. Started shooting it in 2016, and uh, it just paints this world. It's very apathetic and cynical yeah. and very selfish.
1: It's the perfect millennial movie. <laughs>
2: Right, so so you could well, make the Linus you, you can make one. the the argument like an insult character. Yeah, he's a, Matt Dillon's a little insult. Yeah, he just wants to you know. I don't think he's an insult. Avenge just, himself upon I, the world. Well, no, he looks more... like a Matt Dillon.
1: Yeah, he's a handsome like Matt Dillon.
2: Yeah, and he dressed like I don't know if he like did those uh, did that to his hair himself just he to he make him looks look like, more. What's his name,
1: who Peter Falk, the show,
2: Columbo, Columbo, In this yeah. scene, yeah. In This scene
1: right here, he looks yeah.
2: like a little bit. <laughs> he has like the jacket, <laughs> there go. yeah. And uh, he just I don't know what he's trying to do here. Like, he's trying like, he first, he just, yeah. He the first, we're talking about the first incident, then he tries to the, the first one. Second incident, and he's like tries to like pretend to be insurance salesman, yeah. Uh, he just um, it's like a little bit of a routine, he has a little comedy routine, yeah. I and mean, he just keeps lying, and as long he, as he keeps offering like a big uh pension for to this yeah it's like widow
1: it's like pension she still like, lets him like, inside yeah and then he's like insurance like, oh yeah i'm an insurance guy
2: you know how that would help with the pension i'm not sure but yeah i know i didn't understand what she still lets him inside he's
1: like at first he's like i'm the policeman right i'm the policeman
2: yeah tracks magazine um but yeah i mean i think this movie generally just very ambitious and also kind of stupid and funny yeah dark and disturbing but also yeah sort of uh morbid in its humor the way all most of his movies are antichrist
1: yeah
2: Melancholia, dancer in the dark
1: dancer in the dark that's the movie i was trying to remember it's, dog uh, bill
2: etc and uh he he refers he includes a bunch of clips of his own movies in his...
1: i know i like that sequence yeah he's all of a sudden very just, self-referential maniac antichrist, antichrist dog, breaking the waves dog
2: bill? yeah dog bill, dog bill
1: in the waves,
2: yeah. Uh, Melancholia, for sure.
1: I like this scene right here when he tries to kill... During the second incident, he tries to kill his uh, his victim, Yeah, he's, and it's just not successful Yeah, it's really the first just time. Uh,
2: very much like W.C. Fields. Yeah. Short.
1: And if she had just taken just like maybe a couple steps further, she could have just gotten away. Yeah, but we don't know away. what really happened, really. We're just seeing yeah. this
2: through his own recollections of what happened. That's true,
1: yeah. And then the way he chokes her... <clears throat> Unsuccessful, and then he just proceeds to give her a donut for some reason, dipped and in gives water? her some yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or coffee. I Man, don't know. This guy's a sick fuck. I think he's pretty. Like I don't think he's he means to be evil though. Like uh, I think he like he's trying to like
2: treating them as material. Like yeah, he says, like, he's like listen were you laughing during
1: this point i was laughing so hard it was, like, early. It
2: was like so early i was like early i was like i just like finished watching like, that, like half an hour like that ago their tongue open yeah. and she
1: can't even make out words it's just like then he like stabs her it's just it's just a dark fucked up moment yeah and that's what i thought i thought he was in a like pillow put the pillow over and yeah but he props her up and she can't even talk slow death and yeah. I really like what happens after how he can't, he goes back or he's at the crime scene. Police are on the way. And he keeps on having his OCD moments of like, maybe there's blood on the wall. Mm. Maybe there's blood on the floor. And that second thought in the van. And he's like picturing that he's at oh, Maybe I left this. And that it's kind of like that feeling like, you're like, did I leave the fridge open? And you're like at work or something. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, I don't remember.
2: And he keeps going back. And you're, and you're like, fuck, I think I left the fridge open. Because he's not good at it. Yeah. Yeah eventually he gets there just like through through sheer practice he just gets to be in a and he does
1: say that though he says i shed my ocd yeah i shed i started to shed it and you can I tell by further. the time
2: you get to like riley riley co sure that's his hey yeah yeah I think the, so, right? i'm not sure but uh by, by the time you get to would like his ocd like he doesn't really shave anymore he's like his ties i know undone he looks
1: like crap
2: and, like, he just does, like, a shitty job of...
1: of he has, like, crutches for some... Right? He's like, like He pretends <laughs> to be weak, but he doesn't the keep the... the, the what is he saying? He says he has that great line. He's like, if you're handicapped, you know, people will feel sorry for you. Yeah, okay. or something what? like
2: that. But, like, as he's, as uh, she mentions, he stops using the crutches, like, halfway through. He starts limping. Yeah. So he just gets sloppy, and he just yeah, doesn't he care. But even if he does get sloppy, he still doesn't get caught, because no one really is paying attention. Yeah, I know,
1: no one's paying attention at all. It's weird, and like he tells Riley at the door when she's trying to like her character, Riley's character, like she's trying to exit. Mm. He's like, "Scream, just scream as loud as you can!" Yeah. And then she starts to scream, and then Matt Dillon's like, "You oh, call that a scream? You know?" Yeah, and then he starts screaming he with, starts with her. Screaming with her.
2: <laughs> One of the pivotal scenes of the movie that's uh, really shows
1: so yeah, that no, like, self, yeah, the, the apathy. No, the apathy.
2: Just like the, I mean, people care if like you slip and fall in front of them. Like you trip on a banana peel. Yeah, they try to yeah. help you up. Yeah. But if if it's anything more than that, if you ask him for like, can I have a dollar for parking, and they're like, oh, I don't know, I don't have a dollar. I don't man. know if I can help you, man. I know. Can you benmo me? Can you benmo me what it, what you owe me? What you owe me? But yeah, as I was saying, generally about the movie, it got obviously a polarized reaction. His last movie that really you know you know got sort of unanimous praise is Melancholia. Yeah. After that. And yeah, I mean Antichrist was controversial in time. It
1: was, yeah. He, I don't know if anyone remembers like what he said, right? Didn't he say that like, was
2: for during mancalia but what Antichrist did he say before exactly? that. All I remember was I don't that remember they were like, banned like...
1: him from camp, right? They're like, Hey, you got He got cancelled. He
2: was the first one. Of he the was first like one of the first dudes. He was canceled. One of the first
1: ones. It was like Vincent Gallo and like, like yeah. Lars Montrier. <laughs> Let me try to look it up. What did he say? Something about Hitler. He said some really messed up stuff. Controversy. Are you serious? What are you saying right now?
2: And uh, after that, yeah, he just uh, got all these allegations by Bjork, other women, that he's a sexual past. I remember that. And uh, uh, just a creepy guy. And you can tell. I
1: don't know. He keeps on making movies.
2: Well, it's different in Europe, you know. They don't stop. It is kind of different. They're though, right?
1: they're all fucked up over there. I don't know, man. Have you seen Titan? Like for the third episode straight. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, you keep telling me to watch it, but <laughs> I haven't had time.
1: Nah, it's okay. <laughs> Whatever.
2: I'm trying to find what he said. For some reason, people keep working well for him. though.
1: They love him. People love him. Actors love him.
2: Why though? Maybe he's just like an all. All I, from all I heard from Nicole Kidman is that she had a hard time on Dogville. Bjork, also. Dancing in the Dark. Yeah. And uh Charlie Gainsburg apparently apparently not. She's, a, she's she's worked with him like, four she times like a masochist right? though. Um he learned later in life that he wasn't actually Jewish, that his actual biological father was a non Jewish German. Mm-hmm. And uh he said that he now now that he was no longer Jewish, he now understands and sympathizes with Hitler. But he wasn't against the Jews except for Israel. Which is a pain in the ass, and he joked that he was a Nazi. End
1: quote. Right? Yeah. This is, this is all. Uh, and this in. This was into at a podcast at halfway the, through. That's the, what the, Lawrence Ventrier had. This was at the com comments.
2: Yeah. Press conference for Melancholia. Yeah. And you can see uh, Kirsten Dunst be like, no, my Oscar. In that, I think a in lot, that lot of clip. people were like, what? What? <laughs> yeah. They were like, <laughs> what's he? He's just doing an extended bit. <laughs>
1: It was a bit. Was no punchline. It was a bit.
2: He was like laughing to himself. He was like, <laughs> chuckling,
1: like yeah. Hey, 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 uh. Yeah, but he yeah, he can tell still he was trying movies. to joke. But yeah, he was trying to joke. I don't think you to joke about but that like, you, freely. You no,
2: know <laughs> you can't because <laughs> he's not funny. Like not a even back
1: then. Not even then. That was like what, 2013? 2011, I think. 2011. Yeah. 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 Not even then. Uh, Obama
2: usually. was president. It was a new time. It was yeah. a different age. Yeah. yeah.
1: During the movie, great. Lars Van Trier does these little intercuts. Yeah, it's like, Dillon. Dillon. it's like the Bob Dylan. It's like the Bob Dylan. Yeah, Dillon of, of uh, Matt Dylan holding Tranger. the the signs, OCD, yeah, yeah, yeah. egotism. Right? It's very cute. Very cute, as you said. Thank I you. like it. I like that little touch because it, it's like almost like that. We were talking about earlier, why are people obsessed with serial killers? They're kind of like rock stars, right?
2: You hear about all these women who like write love letters to yeah. serial killers in prison. It's like yeah. that's just
1: weird. And you brought up the rock star thing with Dylan right now, and the uh, "Don't Look Back." Yeah, he's the making the connection, the connection to yeah. that.
2: Don't. What was it? Don't look back. No, yeah, but that song. Times at the times are changing.
1: No, I subterranean homesick blues. Is it? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's, the right. Beginning. yeah the beginning. that's right. That's yeah. right.
2: That's right. Yeah, you got me. Hey, you got me. Okay. I know feel proud pat yourself hopefully back.
1: nobody intercut or jumped to the podcast <laughs> we're here talking about <laughs> the Lars ventrier comment that he made at con no all they heard was like look i, I used to be <laughs>
2: jewish i used to think i was jewish <laughs> now i find out i'm a german
1: yeah hopefully nobody picked up on that that's okay all right so which is your favorite incident they're all messed up but, like, out of yeah, all of I can't of them, say
2: there's a favorite incident. I like the epilogue a lot where he goes through hell.
1: Okay, that's there, what I'm trying to say. There's some, favorite, a really... like, moment where, like, mine was, like, the second one. Yeah. Where it was, like, the, the, how funny it was. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The most messed up one I thought there was, I don't know if it's a third or fourth one, but it's with the mom and the two kids. As I was talking about earlier, I don't know how that scene got shot and just somehow made it on the movie. It's pretty much... A scene in which Matt Dillon's character Jack shoots two children and a mom yeah. while hunting. The, the amount of violence in that scene, like it's pretty jarring to watch it in my opinion. It
2: is. It, it was especially it, like after when he stitches the ki- taxidermies that that twelve yeah. year old boy.
1: Yeah. It's weird. That whole sequence. That was probably the most disturbing thing to watch. Definitely.
2: Well we talked about that before
1: children dying on screen that and like just gun violence i think too yeah gun violence has changed so much you know
2: yeah and like you wouldn't really i mean if this movie was like a little bit less pretentious you would find (laughs) in like some serial killers like some like school shootings killers house like they have the blu-ray
1: (laughs) oh <laughs> they got it there is that what you're trying to say yeah
2: but if it's maybe too pretentious for them they're like oh virgil
1: leasing fields what yeah the fuck it is a lot for like about? a regular audience like mainstream audience to take it. yeah it, this is not gonna bode well it's too long in my opinion it's well paced it does but i think it moves quick though like the yeah. first hour 30 it was uh-huh. quick i was like this is moving fast
2: no yeah definitely yeah, it's a, uh, it's uh the handheld you always complain by like, always I like. Love the, his, I was about to say that yeah. comment.
1: I love the handheld in this movie. I'm I mean, like, know why. it's like
2: that. He's done that since like the mid 90s, right? Since like the dogma Dogma movement. Yeah. And uh, it always, it's so, so hard to do this because I've tried to shoot this way. Like, handheld, quick cutting, obscure angles. It's hard to pull off.
1: Yeah. Which is why it's uh, impressive to me. Yeah. No, I agree. 'Cause it's hard shooting handheld.
2: And then cutting it together in such of a cohesive and yet not cohesive. Like the way he uses manner. it,
1: specifically that scene in the freezer. The where camera's it's just spinning like, around. Yeah, spinning around yeah. to fame.
2: Yeah, and it's like gets di- like you get dizzy
1: watching it. You that. get dizzy and yeah. I lo- I loved it though. I was like, yeah, this is fun. Like it felt like you were. You're like experiencing and grotesque
2: because it's just like you're like looking at all these like frozen yeah bodies. frozen bodies.
1: Is there a child in there? There's like one by the door There's, like, at the end, children. like with its hand raised and like what the hell's That's, going on? That's like the taxidermy
2: kid. Like he probably him. yeah yeah right? he, like like he was like he calls him grumpy right and like I think so. makes him smile. Yeah, sick motherfucker. God. Yeah, that scene's, like messed
1: up. I about the full metal jacket scene. What do you think of that? That was funny. The bullet, his downfall. He's not going to jail for fucking all you know, for fucking sixty plus murders. they think like of <laughs> for the a robbery, robbery. yeah <laughs> for a robbery
2: and like we meet his friend that we've never seen before
1: <laughs> yeah the hunter the sl hunter or something yeah right the hunt is it the hunter guy yeah the right. guy in the trailer the guy in the trailer what's he, his name
2: sl S- sp sp yeah and he's like oh you're my best friend i know he tricks him yeah
1: that scene is so like i love
2: weird. jeremy davis davies davis davis
1: yeah he just shows up on it. i was like is that oh what's he doing in here i was like what yeah. the hell
2: i think that's a good character yeah i should go see more he's of like, um... <sighs> he's like,
1: it's nothing but exhales uh, what does said... he tell him like go eat a
2: sandwich you're done <laughs>
1: yeah he's like it's the law i can't do i need a ID for the refund or exchange or something yeah. jeez. and that's how
2: like you think the entire time that matt Dillon's not sort of like I'm not genius, but he's, at least he's smart, and he can't tell that something's up with, uh, with Al. Yeah. Al's going to turn him in right away. Just, I'm sure he really tells you that he's not that smart. Yeah. He just uh, preys on this. What's he good
1: at? It's, he's good at, like, talking to people then, right? Is that what? Sort
2: of. Like, he's not even good at talking see, to No.
1: People, he's, like, sort of, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, what's he good at? And I was just like, he's charming, I I mean, guess. maybe
2: interior design. I like this office. Right. Sort of looks like an IKEA catalog.
1: He says it has to be really clean, right, his house.
2: Yeah, he's OCD. And you know, uh, Lars Trier <laughs> sort of does like the 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 basics of like serial killing. Like, oh, he killed animals in, as a child. He's yeah. OCD. He likes he pays attention to details. He sort of feels uh, unsatisfied with his life generally.
1: I know. I, there's that point where he's where he's he talking Practices about, uh, family, right? He has no family.
2: Yeah, he has like the desire to have kids. Cut out them. pictures of put them on the wall of different emotions and practice, practice them. smiling yeah. facial expressions. Shock. That's like one of the funniest. That's another
1: funny scene I love. Yeah. Him in front of the mirror and he's like looking at these like cutouts from magazines and he's like practice smiling, mm-hmm. right? Doing these facial expressions. Right. But um so the epilogue, gets to the epilogue. You said you love the epilogue. Tell me.
2: Yeah, it has a lot of really impressive imagery, I think. For example, when they're in the little house and they're looking out upon Elysian fields. And then the, and the men the who sickle? are working, Yeah. Or the scythe. The scythe. And they're working the fields, and this this sort of like nightmarish, brownish, red. Yeah, it's like.
1: Orange. It's like what, what dreams may come. Robin Williams in Cuba? Yeah. Peter Jr.? Yeah, yeah. So like that's right. That. That's exactly. Yeah, well, uh-huh. I didn't. I don't know. Well, I'm a 90s chick. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: you went to M Peters. <laughs>
1: I think I may have, actually. That was 95, right? That was a disturbing movie to see. I remember I saw it way too young.
2: That was uh, like a Lovely Bones to Fourth. Lovely Bones. Kind
1: of, yeah. 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 That's a weird movie. It's a, it's a good movie, though. I like it. Yeah. Very 90s. Uh.
2: Definitely, yeah. Um. Anyway, I just like that whole... I blog really just like Bruno Ganz because I love Bruno Gans He's good. And I like the the imagery. It, it's sort of sad. That, like first, like when it starts off, like he's leaning them underwater. And they just like, float. They're yeah. like like stuck in bobble in little bubbles. Yeah, and they're going like, down. Like little Mario characters. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then they go underground, and it's like this like shaky, handheld found footage. Can't oh yeah miss. i love that
1: part yeah the cave yeah and the water and they're
2: just like trudging to the water and then yeah. they go deeper i was trying
1: talk... to figure out how they filmed that i was like where did they go for that you know
2: i just hope it's like a set they built Probably. so they don't have to like make little bruno gans get all cold yeah and uh they go deeper and they hear this like whistling like this piercing yeah it's a piercing it like, a like
1: whistle yeah
2: and that's the machinery almost of, yeah and it's like the sound of all the screams I mean, of all the suffering. Of all, and the, all the suffering, it just
1: becomes a rain in hell.
2: It's very, yeah. It's very obviously informed by you do Christian
1: yeah. religions,
2: and uh, Dante obviously all those visions and poetry and writing about hell that we've had over the years. And this is where like I I can see that people who are into it for like being a serial killing movie are like, yeah. starting to, like tune out like
1: you know, yeah. Those last twenty serial minutes. Killings over. Yeah, those last 20 minutes aren't even, like, a movie. Like, I don't know how to describe it. They're just images, kind of. It's great.
2: I. It's just really good. But I, I love that. I dog, like that though. he built the house out of the bodies. Oh, you like that imagery? And that there's, like, a hole in the middle of yeah. it for no reason. And he just jumps
1: down. Yeah. and Did he die in the gun shootout then?
2: Maybe. I don't
1: know. Right? I was thinking he died in the gun shootout with the police. In the freezer.
2: I like that the police just like cuts a hole in the door and just shooting. Yeah, and they just start
1: shooting at random.
2: Um, yeah, maybe he died there, but the so whole I sequence. I like the ending a lot. I like that he tries to like, well, like Bruno Gans, Virgil tells him if you go get to the other side, you can just climb out. You just
1: climb up. and you can just go maybe back go to up heaven, to or maybe I was thinking mm, maybe just, go
2: to heaven. I just thought he wanted to get back to earth and just like yeah. keep killing, I guess. Uh, maybe heaven though, but yeah, yeah he's like um. The bridge has been broken since broken. before I got here. Yeah,
1: before my time, he says. Yeah,
2: and then he just, like, you have the decision for yourself to know whether or not you want to try to get across.
1: And it's kind of like that idea that Virgil was talking about with Matt Dillon earlier, uh, where he was like... Matt Dillon was saying that, like, my OCD went away and I started taking more chances. Yeah. And when he started taking more chances, he started to get confidence. But at the end, it's almost like he has too much confidence to make it. Right. It's Hubert's. right?
2: Yeah. He thinks he can beat everything because he thinks that (laughs) uh, we're watching the the fame sequence Yeah.
1: Fame sequence, second incident. He's striking striking
2: a body. He's striking past cars, past people. They don't care. And then it rains, so it just washes I love that. The he's rack. like,
1: and then the rain showed up.
2: Yeah. And he has this thing throughout the whole movie where he's like, he's making these like secret little masterpieces for God. Yeah. Like in the cathedrals they would hide little pieces of art, little engravings that only God could see. And this is what he's pretending. So he, obviously he's just like a very pretentious guy who has nothing better to do with
1: himself. He's very light. He's just not real he's almost like a jim carrey character i don't know how to describe it that'd be great like,
2: like if i wish it was jim carrey yeah jim carrey matt dylan's great but jim carrey would be also yeah really
1: been good it's weird um yeah i don't know Anything yeah the else? epilogue when he fell all the way down spoiler alert when he fell after climbing i was just like that's it yeah it's great I kind of wanted to see more of him going. <laughs> I thought he would land safely, and then he'd be in hell, and we'd see him talking to the devil or something. Or you know, well, yeah,
2: like he—it's uh, implied that this is the last circle, and according to you know Dante's vision of hell, is that Satan's like stuck in the bottom of, of the last circle of hell, but he's like chained down and he's like all mopey and tired, and uh, his wings keep 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 beating. So, everything around him is just frozen because it's so cold. So, I assume that's where he's going.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, um, I wanted there to be more. I was like, another five minutes? It was weird.
2: You should email him and ask him for the extended cut.
1: There is, the director's cut. That's the version I saw. An even longer one. There's even more? Well, he meant it as a TV series originally. Are you serious? So, there's no. more footage, you think? Mm hmm. <laughs> he's like, just email me. <laughs> Stupid.
2: It's like putting on on Dropbox. Put a the drop link. Box? Yeah. it's
1: on Dropbox? Yeah. It's on my Vimeo. Yeah. yeah. I, let me give you the password. Hold he's on. Like, Here you
2: go. It's your paper shuffling. <laughs> oh, yes, Nick. What, uh, one moment.
1: Let me find the password. What's his new movie? Has he come out with something new? No. This was his last one? I think he's doing a TV show or something. Is he? I can't believe this was his last one.
2: It's been three years. So.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's usually that's pretty, true. like, on the ball, right? Like, every two Sometimes. years. Sometimes. I always admire directors like that. It was like one every one every year, or two years or something. Like that's crazy.
2: Well, it's obviously because he leaves all of the all his like bad ideas in with the good ideas. He just puts it all out there. That's true. Yeah, I could see that. Because as much as like this movie is ambitious and pretentious, it's also sort of stupid sometimes. Like like philosophically stupid.
1: Do you think Lars Von is pretentious?
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Have you think seen so?
1: it? He puts his own clips in his own movies. It's a question for the audience. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, that's not a question. You should tell my little factoid. Oh yeah. So should we've recently know. learned here should on Movies know. Are Dead. Um, right. So pretty much, it was a vi- it was a viewer input here or listener input. I don't
2: think she's a listener.
1: <laughs> it's okay. Nobody listens. But anyway, have fifty Lars people Van out Trier, there. <laughs> really, Lars Van Trier. <laughs> really, Lars Van Trier. What was it? His name wasn't Lars von Trier. It was just Lars Trier, and you just decided to put Vaughn in the middle.
2: Mm-hmm. I think little Lars had this like little murder fantasy, he wrote a movie about it.
1: Really? Is like, that what it was? Yeah. In my imagination, I look like Matt Dillon.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and like get away with like 60 murders.
1: 60 plus murders. I enjoyed this movie. I thought it was good. Um, it, it is a part of our Halloween October extravaganza. Uh, it fits the mood, I would say. It was a nice switch up. I mean, we've done everything from like sci-fi, fantasy, horror to yeah, like, body horror, like we've noir, gothic. Yeah. Got a little bit of everything. Got a little bit of everything. Your movies are dead in and October. And this is China. uh like, I
2: don't know if you can call this a horror movie even. It's
1: not a horror movie. It's more of a psychological thr- thriller, dark it's comedy. It's like a character piece. Character piece? I don't know. I don't know how I missed one. I think I missed this one in the theaters because it wasn't even out that long, you know. Yeah, it's it's
2: one of those like it's out for like two weeks.
1: I think so, and I want to say and if this, you don't was get was it to released see it? in October of 2018? Maybe
2: I don't remember I'm really because
1: Star is Born was in theaters. Uh. Ah, that's why I missed it. So I don't know, you know. How do you feel about his movies overall? Like all of his works? Uh, personally, yeah. <laughs>
2: well, I I, uh, I think he's a horrible person. But at the same time, I think uh, he makes good movies sometimes.
1: Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. It's hit or miss. It depends. I can't watch too many of his movies. It's too much at times. Like
2: Breaking the Waves.
1: I like Dancing in the Dark a lot.
2: Like back in the early 90s and late 80s when he started making movies, it was very much a classical style where he did some really amazing stuff with the camera uh, the images he made Yeah. he still does that occasionally like with Melancholia yeah Uh, Nymphomaniac was disappointment it's usually it's pretty bad it's funny sometimes but it's not worth like the four did you watch the
1: extended cut
2: I think yeah when it came like four and a half hours long or something like that I think
1: that was it yeah I don't know
2: but it's just like very it wasn't very good so he's just a little Danish pervert just like writing these little scripts and then people give him millions of dollars to make them how does that happen don't know. Got to be a European. Got a little Danish freak. With, with yeah. that
1: being said, I uh, <laughs> Danish freak. I I really love Matt Dillon's uh, performance. I wish he would do more stuff like that. But he's kind of selective now with his work. He doesn't really do anything. So he should act more though. It's always nice to see him on screen.
2: Well, let it's yeah. It's hard. It's hard out there for for these kinds of movies to get made That's for true. obvious reasons that they don't make money back. Yeah. Even if all the pseudo, se- serial killer obsession. In the that is States. true if this is a step too far for some people
1: yeah if you're a true crime fan like serial killers you'll enjoy the first like two hours of this movie I don't why are they why are they into that what the morbid
2: curiosity or
1: no because it's a serial killer movie yeah but
2: why do those people like serial killers
1: oh I don't know I mean, it's just a fascination. Cause like it's, a those, ta- it's a taboo thing too, right? Yeah, and like those
2: shows, like, make me feel like really gross when I watch them. I've never watched. They feel them. like really exploitative. Yeah. Like they don't really give a fuck about the person that died or the victim's family or even the killer. Really, they're just like selling this as some sort of of yeah. weird, morbid entertainment. I, yeah,
1: I really, I can't get into they're that. They're just stuff, gross.
2: So I make mean, you feel gross. And I don't like people like are like so obsessed and like.
1: It, you know people they enjoy them.
2: Didn't you, like, have a theory before? Or someone told you about a theory about, like, why women aren't into...
1: a... It's, like, caveman brain, I think. Oh, okay. Lizard brain
2: stuff. I think of something else, but... Yeah. What is it? Go ahead. Well, I don't remember, really. You what told you me. here on Movies or. One of your coworkers said something about, like, women are really into it because, like, it's the greatest source of danger.
1: Oh, maybe. Or, like, I think I vaguely remember danger. this. Something like so that. So they have it to... It was something weird like that. I don't they know. They
2: have to, uh, like, get... More knowledgeable, have to know where the danger is coming from. Maybe something like that.
1: I don't know. Yeah, it's an enigma to me. I don't find it entertaining. Lots of young ladies like it. More power to you. Enjoy it. Just be aware that serial, serial killers are real and people are mean. Just don't befriend one. I have a different opinion. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Haley. Go ahead. Chime in. Go ahead. Well, I think it's just people's like fascination, really, like as you said, but to be more
2: specific. With seeing somebody do something that to them is, like, unfathomable. Like, they would never, like, do that themselves. So to, like, watch a story, like, kind of like this, how could somebody do that? Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah, I know. What could
2: drive somebody to want to do that? Or, like, what's going on in their head? Just wanting answers, really, to, like, something that they themselves could never possibly do.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, I can see that.
2: But I also get Boris's thing, too. Is, is, that's also very true.
1: Yeah. All right. That was Haley, with an input. I don't know. I think Yay. the true crime people would love it. Would love would this they? movie. If they have a good sense of humor. Not not good, but a dark sense of humor. Yeah, they'll <laughs> love this one. Um, like, they don't really make that many serial killer movies anymore, so. I mean, I think they've always been, like, few and far between. I don't know. Like, The Bone Collector? Seven.
2: Is that the one uh, where uh, Denzel's in the... Yeah. Zodiac?
1: Yeah, Zodiac. That's right? a great one. I love
2: Zodiac. It's a great That's movie. That's not
1: really a serial... It doesn't feel like a serial killer movie. Really? It feels like... <laughs> it honestly feels like all the President's Men meets, not Seven, but like a light version of Seven. I don't know how to describe it. Like a cop yeah, Noir the no, war kind I mean, of. feels like that. It's a very epic... It's a very epic movie. It's longer
2: than this one. Yeah, it's, I love that movie. Yeah, That's but a it doesn't feel long.
1: Anyway, guys, <laughs> it's <All right>. Halloween. <laughs> yeah. So, what's next week's movie? What's going on next week? Hellraiser, Fartraiser, Fartraiser one, one and Two. Why are we doing both of them?
2: I haven't seen the second one. I just saw the first one. Like, like oh, the first one. I think it's great.
1: It's pretty good, right? It's a great I movie. Love it. It's different.
2: Uh, but I just saw that like a few months ago, so I'm just gonna move straight ahead to the next one. Yeah,
1: Fartraiser One and Two next week. It's gonna, it's gonna be a good one. So. That says, is that the last one? That's the last one, huh? Yeah. That's no. all
2: we need to put out for this month before we move on to the non, non, what's it called? Naughty 90s. Naughty 90s November.
1: <laughs> Naughty. This is Boris's new term that he's using for. We're kind of try, like trying to go for themes these last three months here. Movies are dead. You know, this month we got Halloween. Next month it's naughty 90s, 90s November, 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 controversial 90s Controversial 90s movies and then we're going into December Christmas movies that, dark, are, that are dark depressing dismal dark December. Ie Eyes Wide Shut.
2: Plus others, yeah.
1: Plus others. So, you know, naughty 90s November will be kicking off soon. What do we have? What did we agree on? We
2: got another uh, Lars movie the idiots the idiots we got a uh, gummo
1: gummo eight millimeter eight millimeter bad lieutenant bad lieutenant so that's coming in november uh yeah
0: all, <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> all right all right so i guess uh check out the bat catalog on the Spotify, and wherever the, else you have the, the yeah the spotify podcast. and
2: podcasts we got
1: backlog episodes man check them out is demon lover up
2: maybe maybe I'm not sure. There's a lot. Right. demon got, lovers
1: on the way for all you art film fans. We got a lot of episodes. The early 2000s. You know the kids out there, Gen Z loves the early, early Gen 2000s. Z
2: loves early 2000s Olivier Asayas movies.
1: They love it. What Boarding else do Gate. we
2: have? Yeah, I don't know. We got a lot. We got everything.
1: There's a lot. Check out the backlog. The Matrix. Hello. You want to hear us talk about the Matrix, Matrix before the new
2: Scarface. Matrix comes out? <laughs> Buddy double.
1: Buddy double. Gazillionaire. What's it called? Gazillionaire. Gazillionaire. Yeah.
2: Great. Bye.
1: All right, guys. Goodbye.